This is Brian Amick, and welcome to episode 9 of Project 39. Before we get started, just wanted to say a couple things. Uh, this is going to be the last episode of 2021. Uh, we kicked this off back in May, not really knowing what to expect, but uh, so far response has been great. I really do appreciate all the support you've given me, and uh, ask that you continue. If you like what you're hearing, help me grow the show by spreading the word. Tell your friends, neighbors, co-workers about it. If they're already listening to podcasts somewhere, chances are we're there too. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube. We're easy to find. So uh, yeah, please just ask that you consider doing that. It'd be very helpful and I'd appreciate it. Now to today's show, uh, we got a special guest. He was uh, the original guest on episode one and he's agreed to come back for a repeat performance. A uh, man who really needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Rusty Bladen with us today. Let's get with it. Rusty Bladen, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I got to tell you, I appreciate you coming. Uh, when we started this back in May, you were the first guest I had, and uh, I appreciate the, the leap of faith that you had to to stick out your neck and do this with me, and, and I appreciate you coming back a second time. So we must not have screwed up too bad the first time. I hope not. So, yeah, I didn't didn't hear anything too bad. But, uh, no, I appreciate it. I remember uh, you were playing somewhere one night, and I approached you with this idea and uh, asked if you'd be interested in being my first guest, and you didn't didn't hesitate, and I, I do appreciate that. So, uh, Like I said, I appreciate you having me because uh, it just helps get my music out there and uh, helps me uh, connect with people. Yeah, it's a lot of fun too. I, mean, I tell people, even if uh, even if people end up not listening, at least I get to sit down and 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 have these nice conversations with people. You know, that's uh, not everybody gets a chance to do that. So, but yeah, appreciate you coming. Uh, last time you were here back in May, uh, we talked about your summer you had coming up, and uh, you you planned to be busy. And uh, I mean, from what I saw, every time I checked Facebook, you were playing somewhere else. I mean, Louisville, Cincinnati, uh, Columbus. Um, amongst I don't know how many others. So, uh, yeah, how are you feeling after that busy summer? Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, uh, 2020 was pretty much... Pretty uh, brutal for the entertainment pre- uh, business. Pretty much a wash there, except for the um, except for the live streams I was doing. And thankfully, that's really what kept me going, uh, you know, spiritually too, you know. And, yeah. and I had a lot of people say that they were really... They really appreciated that because they didn't have anything to do. They were yeah. stuck at home, and they looked forward to it. I was doing it six nights a week, and, uh, you know, I, I was getting a lot of support from that. And that was 2020 is, was the slowest year ever, and then 2021 has been the the most busy year. Really? Then Yeah, probably in the last 10 years, I, I guess, because people are ready really? to get out. That's great. I mean, well, just, just getting together to do this episode, this show here, uh, I mean, we've been planning this for— what, planning and rescheduling for like, right. six weeks or so, and you, you know, something keeps coming up. You get another show, you get something else going on. So, yeah. uh, it's just a great problem to have, you know. Yeah, last week, we well, of course, you know, December, a lot of Christmas parties. Yeah, we did. Uh, I, I was out on a small tour of, of uh, corporate uh, trilogy parties, you know, mm-hmm. the health campuses, right? And they were, um, uh, like their employees, their head honchos, yeah, all get together for a Christmas party and. And uh, 
you know, I, I did one in Vincennes, one in Madison, and one in Shelbyville, Kentucky. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they were all fun. I took my son Jackson with me to play piano. And yeah. We played Christmas songs and and uh, got a few of them to come out of their shell a little bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. But, yeah, you've been uh – Say you've been super busy. Every time I I, I check your uh, Facebook feed, there's there's something else. Uh, one place I was wanting to ask you about is uh, every year you end up playing up at Putten Bay up in Ohio, and it seems like uh, seems like you really enjoy playing up there. I've talked to you a little bit about it and seen your posts and stuff. So yeah. so what's going on up there? What's so great about it? Well, they call it the uh, well, it's it's an island right off of. Um, uh, Port Clinton, Ohio, okay. near, near Sandusky, Ohio. Okay. Uh, you have to take a ferry over there, and people go there for one reason, and that's just to have fun. All, all of them are on vacation. Okay. Where, you know, it's for a week or the weekend. They, uh, You have to get hotels. A lot of them rent golf carts, and there's like, I don't know how many live music venues that are all within walking distance of each really? other. Oh, it's it's amazing. Uh, one one friend of mine uh, who lived up there for a while, he said, "Well, it, it's got a nickname of the the Key West of the Midwest, okay. but, but the other nickname is Disneyland for drunks." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, they uh, it it's just people there just having a great time, and and uh, they're you know they're the the police are pretty lenient. They, yeah. they won't bother you too much, and uh, a lot of good music. Yeah, just don't get carried away, and everything's yeah. Good. It's I've never seen anybody get really carried away. It's all it's all about the fun. So you have shows for twenty twenty two booked yes, there yet? You do, I, I do, and okay. uh, and check this out. The first our first show is June the thirtieth. Okay, which we just happens to be uh, my son Jackson's twenty first birthday. Oh yeah. So I'm anxious to see how that turns out. We're yeah. going to take him up there and. He's going to play, and yeah. we'll do three nights up there, oh. uh, June 30th, July 1st, and 2nd. And then we're up there, I think, four more times. Uh, and we're going to top it off in August by bringing the full band up. Okay. And I can't wait for that That'll one. That'll be a blast. They haven't been there. They don't know what to expect. Yeah. Now, do you usually play at uh, one particular place, or do you? Well, there's three the places. Uh, uh, Frosty Bar is is the first place I've played there, and I play there the most. And the other one is an outdoor um, it's called the Mojito Bay, and uh, and then there's the Boathouse. It's a, a bigger place for a full band. Okay. So I tell you, you could go up there. Uh, I was asked to go up there and just play solid all summer long, but I, you know, as much, as much fun as it is, yeah, you just don't want to get stuck in the same place right. all summer. Yeah. I think I think I would just, uh, I, I think I would get tired of it. You mm-hmm. want to get, you want to move around. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, and so you got those on your website. People can go look and see they're where those not dates posted are. yet. Not yet? I, I okay. just got the dates recently, and uh, they'll probably be posted tonight or tomorrow. So okay, post all right, them. we'll check it out. Uh, yeah, we've we've talked about maybe taking a, a long weekend or something and going up there some weekend when you're playing, and checking it out. So we might do that this year. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, I see you brought your guitar with you. We actually talked about this, and you agreed to uh, play a couple songs for us. And we are within a week of Christmas, so I guess you got some Christmas songs. Well, I um, back in 2016, I recorded a Christmas song okay. with uh, part of John Mellencamp's band. Oh, okay. Uh, his drummer Dane Clark uh, arranged and produced the album, and plus played drums on it. And Mellencamp's keyboard player Troy Kennett uh, did all the accordion and piano and keyboards. Uh, my friend uh, Vernay Reindoller did the bass. Um, 
uh, who else is on there? Sandy. Sandy Williams, amazing guitar player. And uh, th- together, they they just... It, it is my best sounding album. It really is. It's, so so where did you record it at? We did it at uh, Dane Clark's house. Oh, he's got a studio in his home? Yes. That's awesome. Yes, it was pretty cool. And then uh, uh, who did the, the producing, the mixing, and or just... Go with what you had. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Mike Petro did the engineering. Okay. And uh, now take that back. It, this was done at Mike's house, not Dane's house. Some of the other tracks were mixed. But here's the cool thing. I'm, you've heard of uh, Steve Earle mm-hmm. and Lucinda Williams. Yep. Uh, their, their producer is Ray Kennedy. He's done a lot of albums for them. And because I knew Dane and Dane knew Ray Kennedy, my Christmas album is produced by the same guy that did uh, Steve Earls and Lucinda Williams. Well, that's pretty cool. And that's part of the reason why it's... That's why my, it sounds so good, right? Best, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you got something you want to play off of that? Yeah, I'm going to do, do an old Buck Owens tune. Uh, I think this came out... It, it was like a really big hit in the 60s. We might look that up to find out, but um, I think Garth Brooks did a cover of it, and so did Travis Tritt. Uh, course i didn't know that at the time but i just thought i just thought i was covering a, a buck owens song and anyway you can't go wrong playing buck owens songs. yeah and, and i'm sure buck got the idea for this song after hearing um i saw mama kissing santa claus yeah because then you know santa looked a lot like daddy <laughs> so let's try it out all right let's go Daddy looked a lot like him It's not the way I had him pictured Santa was much too thin He didn't come down the chimney So mama must have let him in Santa looked a lot like daddy Or daddy looked a lot like him Well, they thought I was fast asleep in Thought I was tucked in bed They never thought I'd come creeping Or that I know what he said Santa put his arms around mama Mama put her arms around him So Santa Claus ain't daddy Well I'm gonna tell on them Well Santa looked a lot like daddy Or daddy looked a lot like him it's not the way I had him pictured Santa was much too thin He didn't come down the chimney So mama must have let him in Santa looked a lot like daddy Or daddy looked a lot like him Well, I never saw a dancer or prancer I never heard the sleigh bells ring I never saw the red-nosed reindeer Like to show him on the TV screen But it sure brought a lot of presents So Santa Claus it must have been Santa looked a lot like Daddy Daddy looked a lot like him Daddy, oh daddy looked a lot like him 
It's not the way I had him pictured Santa was much too thin Yeah, Santa looked a lot like Daddy But Daddy looked a lot like him So do you know did uh, did Buck Holmes write that song? Do you know off the top of your head? I would guess he did. Yeah, I would guess. a lot. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of songwriting, so uh, last time you were here back in May, we were talking and uh, talked a little bit about the songwriting process, and you talked. Uh, you mentioned that it's all about the lyrics with you. Now you you're such a fan of the lyrics. So who would you put on your uh, Mount Rushmore of singer songwriters? You know, I've been one. I've been through different phases. Like, yeah, I know, and it's hard to nail down genres. Yeah. I thought about this before I asked you this question because it's it's hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on where you're at. You mentioned Steve Earle. Yeah, a minute ago. I mean, you know, the hardcore troubadour, right? I mean, he's hard to beat. Went through a phase where Neil Young. I was very impressed by his writing when I was younger, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, I it's just so many to mention. Cat Stevens. Uh, I liked Gordon Lightfoot. Um, uh, gosh, there's, there's just so there's just so many Springsteen, yeah. Prine, uh, John Prine. Oh, now th- there's yeah. the Mount Rushmore right yeah. there. You yeah. put I'll put him right there in the top two or three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you go down to like the the Texas movement, right? The the outlaw Austin crowd, and you've got all the you know, Robert Earl King. Oh yeah, he doesn't write oh, a yeah. bad song. You know, uh, it, it's it, it's hard to nail down. It depends on what you're into, but uh, yeah, those are all those are all really good ones. It's funny you mentioned. Uh, Everybody from the seventies, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's but, when the music was good. I tell you, you know, I, I saw that uh, that documentary, the the Beatles yeah, documentary. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I got a whole new uh, appreciation. I've always uh, loved their writing, but right. just even more now. I that mean, uh, Christy and I watched that, and uh, and we made the comment. Uh, we watched it over like a week there, but uh, you know, before one of the episodes, like the. the they're working. Yeah. I mean, this isn't just sitting around. They were screwing around having a good time, but those guys worked hard. Yes. I mean, it was it was a job of writing songs, you know. Uh, yeah, it gives you a real appreciation for, for what they were doing, you know. And the body of work they put out in just a few years. Yes. You know, they the, were releasing, the uh, what was it? I, I heard something like they released three albums in a 12-month period. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's crazy. Now it's one a year at the most. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, yeah, so yeah, talking about the the seventies and eighties, and music did seem so much better back then. And uh, so, last time you were here, uh, we were talking about what you've been listening to, and you mentioned uh, REO Speedwagon. You get what you play for. Yeah. So I downloaded that, and uh, I listened to that several times this summer while I'm mowing the yard and stuff. And you're you're right; it's it's a it's just a great live record, you know. Uh, you know, the summer a lot of uh, a lot of Bob Seger, you know, some Mellencamp, yeah, uh, John Prine got into some of his a little bit, and uh, I'm looking at this, I'm like, yeah, I don't listen to anybody from this this century, much less this decade. You I know, know. It's, I know, uh, it's hard. Now I do have two uh, contemporary bands that I that I always go back to also, and that's Need to Breathe and the Avid Brothers. Are you familiar of course, with that? the yeah. Avid Brothers. I've Their seen them in concert. Their songwriting is yes. crazy. They're, yes. 
you know, when you say it's all about the lyrics, their lyrics are, are awesome. Yes, they are. You know, um, and you got like a band that's got a cello. You know, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> four piece band. One of them's a cello, so it's crazy. But uh, yeah, Need to Breathe. I've seen them in, in concert a couple of times, and uh, but yeah, the David Brothers and their songwriting is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back this summer and listened to the old Blues Brothers. Uh, album that they put out back in the 70s you know and it at the time it you know i was a kid i guess but you think it's kind of a gimmick but uh you go back and listen oh, no, to it it's classic, a that's a legit classic record. Those, yeah. those guys were really playing that band was so tight that they oh, had yeah. backing them up though but uh yeah so how about you have you got anything else you've been listening to lately um i i, I think i i'm really glad to see younger bands carrying on uh with with some a genre of music that that's was almost lost and that's southern rock uh blackberry yeah. smoke whiskey myers um there's a there's a few bands like that that i i really am kind of keeping an eye on because i seen i saw blackberry smoke before they made it big okay uh, at a place called jim porter's down in louisville oh, yeah. yeah you could walk right up stay um, and shake hands with them there they were there was like maybe 30 people there that yeah. night boy they've exploded since then they deserve it too yeah it just seems like there's not that many uh True rock and roll bands anymore. I guess I guess they're out there. They're just not well known. It's, uh, well, and and the real ones aren't using back backing tracks and mm-hmm. you know and uh, loopers and machines and all that stuff like Blackberry Smoke. Charlie Starr is amazing. He writes all the lyrics. He plays all the lead guitar parts. Oh wow! And he's the lead singer. Wow! He's pretty much the whole. He's, he's it. He's the whole sense. band. Yeah. Um, not not to take anything away from the rest of the guys, right. but uh, he's he's really one talented individual. That's one band I've heard of them, and I know a lot of people like them. I've never really really followed them that much. I might have to pick them up. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Go back to you know, how it used to be. Uh, I saw it was on uh, Twitter. It was John Mellencamp's birthday, and someone had a Twitter uh, post there that they'd started and just list you know respond with your favorite Mellencamp song and it was several hundred long oh and, yeah and uh, you just you forget how you know that 10-year run he had there was just phenomenal you know yeah. and and writing him himself for the most part you know and uh yeah he put out some incredible music there during that period and uh did you ever see the movie he did I did yes <laughs> it was on uh it was on tv here a few months Falling ago from Grace. It. yeah it was uh I give him credit. It was quite a uh, project to take on, you know, and, and it's uh you can tell it's a guy's first movie without being still, an actor. Without you know? being an actor, out yeah. without, well, what produced, wrote, directed, and acted in it. So yeah, yeah, it's uh it's quite an undertaking. But you know, uh, John Prine had a part in that movie. John Prine was I don't, yeah. John Prine was in that movie, and so was Larry Crane. I don't remember seeing him in yeah, there. You have to watch. Yeah. Watch for it again. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, as uh, some I remember what channel it was, but they had like uh, one night they had his movie. They had uh, a Glenn Campbell movie that, that he starred in before he was ever like in True Grit. It was like one of his first ones, and then some. And I didn't get to see the one, but Johnny Cash was in. So it's they had like a whole night too. of uh, singers, songwriters trying to get into the acting. Oh gigs. well, maybe so I ought pretty, to try something like maybe that. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe you just haven't found your calling yeah. yet. Yeah. So. Uh, so, here a few weeks ago, um, switch gears on you a little bit here. Uh, I was thumbing through 
Facebook and uh, someone, you didn't post it, but you commented on it. Someone had a post about uh, the streaming royalties. Yeah. And uh, basically how low they are, <laughs> to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I was shocked. I, I went and looked up uh, some numbers. Uh, actually, is a link that they had in that post, I think. And uh, it's crazy, uh, these streaming services, how, how little they're paying out. So, like, uh, Spotify, if you get a 1,000 streams, uh, the artist gets a check for $3.18. Yeah, know? if you're lucky yeah. to even see it. Yeah, if they ever get around the send it to you. Pandora's on the low end, uh, 1,000 streams there, you get a $1.33. So, yeah. I had no idea. Um, I mean, you, you, you're fans of these artists, you know, you and others, and you stream their music and you think you're, you're helping them out, but then you find out at the end of the day that, you know, maybe you're not helping them so much after all, you know? Uh, so, you know, so how can, how can people help? I mean, people follow you. You've got quite a following, I know, uh, if people follow you, how can they help you out other than streaming? Because streaming doesn't seem like it's really uh, going to do it. Well, I'll tell you a short story. I was playing up in Shelby, no, no, Shelbyville. It was Rushville, Indiana, two weeks ago, a place I'd never played before. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, whenever you play a place that you never played before, you don't know what to expect. You don't know if it's going to be a good crowd. You don't know if they're going to like your music. And it turned out. That was the place had only been open a year. Really nice place, great mm-hmm. food. Um, Do you remember the name of it? It's called Fish Moon Brewery. Okay, yeah, I saw that online somewhere. Yeah, it's really really cool place, and they've they've only been open for a year. And after the show, they told me that that was the biggest crowd they've had ever, oh, cool. and it was. It was wall to wall people there. Now I don't know if Spotify plays a part in that or not, but when we were done playing. There was a group of three or four 20-somethings, mm-hmm. you know, 24, 25-year-old guys, wanted to help me um, haul my equipment out the door. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, sure, let me get it all packed up, and you can help help out. We got out on the sidewalk loading the van. He goes, Rusty, man, he goes, I downloaded all your stuff on Spotify. I got every one of your songs on Spotify. Okay. Now, that makes you feel pretty good, yeah. even if you only get paid a half a penny, yeah. you know, because otherwise he might have never heard all of my music. Yeah. Now he's familiar. Maybe he'll tell his friends. And so, you know, even though you're not getting paid, at least it's, it it's gives more you, like... It gives you the reach. Yeah. It gets you out in front of a lot it's, of people. It, you can but, call it free advertising. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, the days of uh, people buying CDs are gone. Yeah. So now the best way to support a band, if you like your, if you like a band's music and you really want to support them, go to their shows, buy their T-shirts, tell your mm-hmm. friends about it, mm-hmm. um, and if you and you know you can also buy their individual songs or albums um, on Amazon Music or uh, what's the other one? Apple. Apple Music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you always got that tip jar, right? The tip jar. Don't, hey, don't hesitate to hit that tip jar. I've uh, I've went high tech on the tip jar. Have, have you, you have you seen my tip jar lately? Yeah, I, I saw you had something taped to it. Oh, I've got a big Venmo um, QR code. Oh, you got the code I so you can just QR scan it with your phone and get and, it. And believe it or not, it, it's starting to work. I've really? seen I see people go up to the with their phone and scan that Q, QR code and that's awesome. Putting a couple bucks in the tip jar, virtual tip jar, virtual tip jar. Yeah, yeah. If it makes you feel any better, podcasting doesn't pay any better than the. Music. Oh, but you have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a lot of fun. That is for sure. 
Uh, so, uh, so you got another song uh, off that same Christmas album? You're gonna play uh, for us? Yeah, I can do that, or I can do this other one. Um, you can do whatever you want. We got. We've got all the time in the world. Yeah, uh, do whatever you prefer. Well, this is not, you know I, this is a song that I only play during the month of December. It just doesn't make much sense to play it in June or July. Mm -hmm. So it's a tune by the Counting Crows. Long December and there's reason to believe Maybe this year will be better than the last I can't remember the last thing that you said as you were leaving All the days go by so fast And it's one more day up in the canyon it's one more night in Hollywood You think I should be forgiven I wish you would Na-na-na-na Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na Na-na-na-na, yeah The smell of hospitals in winter Feeling that it's all a lot of oysters, but no pearls. And all at once you look across a crowded room to see the way that light attaches to a girl. And it's one more day up in the canyon. And it's one more night in Hollywood If you think you could come to California I think you should Na-na-na-na Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na Na-na-na-na, yeah Na-na-na-na Drove up to Hillside Manor sometime after 2 a.m. and talked a little while about the year. Sometimes the winter makes you laugh a little slower. Makes you talk a little lower About the things you could not show And it's been a long December And there's reason to believe Maybe this year will be better than the last I can't remember all the times I tried to tell myself to hold on to these moments as they pass And it's one more day up in the canyon And it's one more night in Hollywood It's been so long since I've seen the ocean 
I think I should. Na 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 It's awesome. You know, podcasts, you may not pay much, but who else gets to sit in their basement and have a personal concert? Right, right on. You know, so. uh, and a personal audience. <laughs> Love it. Who's paying attention. Love I'm it. sober, right? <laughs> not out there talking and drinking beer. Uh, so you brought your 12-string uh, right. today. So what, what brand is that? Are you, are you loyal to a certain brand? or? Uh, I've, been, I've been having really good luck with Takamini's. Okay. Um, they're they're you know they're a good price. They're they're not as you know they're not as uh, expensive as your Gibsons or your Martins or your really high quality, but they offer a great um, electronics. That's the that's okay. the thing that's the thing with the Takaminis. If you're going to plug them in and play on stage, they're really known for uh, their electronic pickups. Okay. All right. So and they and they hold up well to all the the you know. The road. Right, traveling, <laughs> unloading yeah. and loading and everything yeah. else, yeah. Uh, you also uh, play harmonica in your in your shows. Uh, any certain type, brand, kind of harmonica, anything you like there? I will only play honers. Really? That's I played, it? I played the cheap ones, and they just don't. There's a difference, no, huh? Oh, big time. Yeah, when I first started, and I'm not, I guess I'm going to give away my age here, but when I first started, um the harmonicas, I, the same exact Honer harmonicas, were seventeen dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money then. Yeah, they're now fifty. Wow, yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of money now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you play anything besides harmonica and guitar? Well, I, we were talking earlier. I've been dabbling with the ukulele. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a my new toy. Uh, you might not have heard this one yet. I've only taken it out a couple times. Uh, I'm not 100% confident yet, but we've been messing around. Took it out last weekend at the garage in Columbus. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a banjitar. Oh, really? It's a hybrid. It's It has a banjitar body with a guitar neck. So you a lot of people... So what strings are on? Is it, what's exactly it, like a guitar. Okay. It plays exactly like a guitar. And see, most people know that the banjo plays totally different. Mm-hmm. Different chords, different fingerings, and all of that. And um, and this is just kind of a, I guess a lazy way to sound like you're playing piano or sound like you're playing the the, the banjo without having to actually go learn without it. having to learn how yeah. to, how to play banjo. So yeah, I've been I've been playing that. So what songs would you use that on? Oh, the, Mama's uh, Got a Squeeze Box by okay. the Who. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I use it on? Uh, there's a Chris Stapleton song called uh, um, Good Corn Liquor. Mm-hmm. I, I play it on. Yep. Um, dead skunk in the middle of the road there's all kinds of fun stuff you yeah. now do you play mandolin i do mandolin. i thought i'd seen you play mandolin too yeah so. yeah and and again uh copperhead road is always a good yeah, one for that that's, that's a great song yeah. that's, a, that's a that's a great live song yeah. yeah get the people dancing it does uh so does mandolin play like guitar or is it totally different no so? it's totally different, different, it's, different yeah different it's set of all, skills. there's uh four Four strings. They're all double strings. Okay. And um, the chords are, I mean, 
it starts out pretty easy, but it can get pretty intricate. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we we got to talk about your summer, and, and like I say, you've been insanely busy. What's your winter looking like? Um, you gonna take some time off for rest, or are you gonna keep going full steam well, ahead? We're right now preparing for New Year's Eve. Okay. We're having some band rehearsals, and we're playing at the Mad Paddle. Mad Paddle? In Madison. Downtown Madison? It's getting close to sellout already. Really? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, we're not going to be able to make it this time. Uh, we're going to be out of town, but yeah. uh, I wish well, was there. Um, yeah, I mean, that seems to be my home in Madison right now. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other places I'd like to play, and that's the Thomas Family Winery and mm-hmm. the Tap Room. Yep. Um, but I purposely try not to play Madison too often Yeah. because... You know, I live here, right? And if you if you end up playing too often, well, people, why well, go see him this week? You just saw him last week. Yeah. So I try to play about four or five times a year mm-hmm. in Madison. I love playing here. So at uh, New Year's Eve, you're gonna have the whole band. Yep, whole yeah, band. Whole band, that'd be fun. Yep, yeah. Roz Turner on the fiddle, and Marty Miller on the bass, my son Jackson on the piano, and yeah. and Tyler Brindle on the drums. Yeah, they're all. All, all those guys are great. I mean, it's uh, Marty with that bass is fantastic, and there, yeah, you like and Jackson that. just gets better every show with uh, the keyboards. And uh, I got I can't remember when was the last time I saw you, but uh, Jackson actually sang. You know what? Yeah. He's 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 getting more voice control. Even his I guess, mom. I guess said it was that. Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. That's when I saw. Yeah. yeah, he's getting more voice control. But you know what? I can remember when I was sixteen. See, Jackson's twenty right now, and he he's just now starting to sing more. But I can remember back in <laughs> when I first started, me and a buddy would play two guitars in the same amp because we only had he had an amp, he had two guitars. I didn't have anything. <laughs> I would I'd hang out with him to borrow his guitar, and we'd plug two guitars in the same amp. And sometimes his mom would come home from work and catch us jamming, and I'd be singing. Uh, we had a microphone also. the ha- The amp had three inputs, mm-hmm. so you could plug a, one mic into it. And I remember, I never forget. One day we were hanging out, uh, this Dennis Wallace was his name, and um, he said, yeah, uh, my mom said she didn't think you could sing worth a damn. <laughs> and you talk about uh, some something that will inspire you to be better. <laughs> well, you know, that, uh, that harsh criticism. Oh, right? brutal a, honesty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your, I, mom, your mom probably told you that you sung like an angel, oh, right? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> She might have said you need to get a real job, too. <laughs> uh, so where can people go to uh, find out about any shows you got coming up this winter? You got your uh, website? They Do what I do. Mm-hmm. When I want to know where I'm playing, I go to RustyBladen.com, check it out, and show up. So you check that like every Thursday to see what you're going to be Thursday doing? Every Thursday I get on my, <laughs> my see, website to find what out you're doing this where weekend. I'm playing, yes. <laughs> so RustyBladen.com. Uh, you've also... Uh, you got a big fan page on uh, Facebook. Yes, a pretty good following. Oh, there, I tell you, so. if it wasn't for Facebook and, and I know there's the a website, lot of complaint about Facebook, but uh, yeah, it is good for for some things. I uh, use it to promote my music and to stay yeah. in touch with fans, and it's it's good for that. You know, I you, you won't see me posting what I had for dinner or anything like yeah. that. It's all about music, yep. and uh, and I, I like it that way, yeah. and it. And, it's the reason why I have crowds at my shows. Part yeah. of it. Yeah. No, I believe it. Well, I want to take a minute to, to just wish all my friends and family and, and all the people who's been coming to the shows lately and supporting me. I just uh, tell you how much I appreciate you and, 
And uh, and I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and the best to come. So, take us out with your uh, song off your Christmas. Feels a lot like Christmas, right? Feels a lot like Christmas. All right, we're gonna close out with that. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening.